Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Uh, it is time for your... Six unseemly questions. Yeah, well, yeah, but before that, we always do. We always give you a question oh, at the top of the show. Trivia, sometimes, yes. Sometimes it's trivia. Sometimes it's questions about me or things about mm-hmm. the show. Like, remember when you missed that question, you didn't know mm-hmm. who our first guest was? Which is kind uh, of like trivia still. But here's your question for today's show, Dave. Are you ready? Uh, I am well to, prepared. If you had to drink your own pee to survive, would you mm-hmm. do it? I would do it if I had one of those pee converter things that they're making for the moon. Um, where if you, you had a pee converter? Oh, so you can drink your own pee after... It, just, if you it didn't recycles have it into water and then you just pee more. But if you didn't have a pee converter, you would die rather than drink your own pee? I'm pretty sure you would, you would die. die from drinking your own pee anyway. What's you're the difference? pretty... You're, I'm, you're not correct at all about that. Uh, people are drink you, each other's pee sure? all the time. It's very sexy to some people. Oh, anyway, uh, do you know the, any of those people by any chance? I will introduce you no, later. No, Let's I get started so. with the show. Everybody check us out at 6 Unseemly on all social media on unseemlyquestions.com. Let's get the show started. Welcome to Six Unseemly Question. I'm your host, Victor Barnato. This is my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. We've got a great contestant on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Paul Hooper. Come on up, Paul. All right. All right. Nice to see you, Paul. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Welcome. All right. Uh, we have a great studio audience, ladies and gentlemen. It is Christian Finnegan and Rachel Teichman. Thank you both for coming oh to gosh. the show. It is such a pleasure yeah. to be here. Oops. There I am. I'm so happy to have you. We're ready Pleasure to do to this. Studio audience. Uh, so I'm going to tell you how the show works, Paul, and then we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, uh, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, we'll decide whether or not your answers or your appearance on the show is worth giving you five whole dollars. Are you ready? All right. All right. Uh, it is time for question number one. Question number one, how would you use time travel? How would I use it? Wow. I always feel like comics talk about this a lot, and I never give it any thought whatsoever because it's so preposterous. So oh, I so it's it going to be a tough question for you. Yeah, it is. What would I go back in time and do? And I have, could I just not do it? <laughs> you mean to, you would just not use time travel? I feel like that's the only way to be original about it. So. <laughs> You could also turn it down. You could time travel and then just tell yourself to not to time travel. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? That's worth the bell. <laughs> That's a Nothing. great answer. Thank and you. it's just not what I feel. It. Can you imagine being like Paul's wife and then just seeing this like machine with a tarp over it in the basement and be like, hey, what is this? Oh, that's my time machine. You had it this whole time? You've had a time machine? Yeah, I just don't want to. I mean, uh, you know, just. uh. People have so many ideas about what they do. So I'm already annoyed. I'm like, I'm out. I don't have, I don't want to do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, well, great, great job on that first question. It's time for question number two. But before we do that, would you tell everybody out there what you do? What I do? Yes, this is a game show where we ask contestants what they do. As it for a living? Sure. Or for, for fun, whatever you like. Whatever I do? I don't do whatever much. Do. I'm a shut-in. Um, <laughs> not I like that. Problem. I like worrying. I worry a lot. Uh-huh. That's what you're asking. Yeah, I, I obsessive compulsive. I'm very OCD, and that's <laughs> my thing. Fixating on things. Yeah, actually, the funny thing is uh, the entire cast of our show has a myriad of... Uh, Social, uh, social, whoa, whoa, and mental whoa, conditions. Whoa. Just it's saying true. that we, whoa, we do. Whoa, 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 it's true. Whoa, you guys do. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Christian's fine. Uh, great. Girl, you're right. fine. The therapist here says all of us have problems. Oh, there, here we go. Yeah, she has a master's in. Uh, uh, was it? And a license. I am licensed. What's it called? Of social media. What are the, uh, what are the letters? Social work. L M S. License master social work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I like whatever. That acronym. It's tough. <laughs> That's great. Licensed master social work, but she loses that pool constantly. All right. Uh, it is time for question number two. Question number two. On a scale of one to ten, how attractive do you think you are? Four. Four? A four. What? Yeah. Four. Do yeah. you have like a I, terrible personality? What? No, as far as this, no, I don't think so. But I think you really got to get to know it. You got to get in there a few weeks and, you know, like first day, not a uh-huh. good personality. First impressions, not good. And I think I also have, I have a deep voice. I have a bad resting face. Uh huh. And so I don't smile a ton, but I mean, like, it seems more severe than it is. But uh, so I think bad first impressions, but a few weeks in, good personality. Then as far as my face goes, I just have sort of a sleepy turtle head, I think. And like without that, I squint. I don't open my eyes a lot. So I think, you know, that takes, and I'm short. I'm short, which takes a lot away. I'm five foot seven. So, you know, I lose a lot there. Uh, you know what? This question was so painful to hear the answer. I wish I hadn't asked it. <laughs> and I, gotta say, I, I disagree. You know, when, when we came on, I wasn't actually even sure that was Paul because I don't see I see you once like every two or three years or whatever. Yeah. And I haven't seen you in a while. And you are markedly better looking now than you were when I met you. You have straight up Ryan Reynolds vibes. Yeah, going on. you have like like you could be like a model, but like a shitty model, like like not a, like a bad model, but like a model for like Sky Mall or something. Okay. You know I mean? Like you have like a Mike Rowe sort of everyman handsome quality. I think Sky I'll Mall, not that. the biggest brand. I mean, not the most, not the coolest brand, but recognizable. So that's pretty good. I'll absolutely take it. Couldn't Thank you see you. like Paul like holding up. a rake like in a in an ad? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like vividly. <laughs> All right. I'm in. This is. No, I, I have right. the same problem too with people. I, re- I have the, the resting face as well, and everyone thinks I'm mad all the time when I'm not. I'm like I'm fine. He also has a thing called moving face. Why do so you say such bad words? <laughs> it's all together. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna say uh, no bell on that question. What? I'll tell you why. Oh. I'm gonna say no bell on that question uh, because the answer made me feel sad. So you know, there you go. I felt I sad, a little sad. So I'm not gonna give a bell to that question. I opened up, vulnerable, all that. Nothing. I think that's great. I really appreciate it, actually. But you know, sometimes opening up, and being vulnerable, means real feelings. Okay. Victor's not so. a fan of the new sincerity. <laughs> it is now time for question number three. Question number three. What's the most extreme manifestation of your OCD? 
Wow, it keeps changing. So there's, um, I have a thing where like my OCD is checking out of hotel rooms. That's when I have made over to shake. When I leave a hotel room, mm-hmm. I have to look under the bed. It takes 30, 40 minutes to get out. Did I, I fear that I'd left something behind. So sometimes I've left a hotel and then driven back, asked for the room key after I've checked out. Like I was in room 415. Can I go? I think I left my phone charger knowing I didn't, but I just go back in to inspect under the bed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I waste an hour or two doing that. I've done that many times. It's not that extreme, but it's one I can't shake as far as my OCD. So you, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of this, like when I first, when I first, uh, when I was growing up and I didn't, you know, I thought I knew what OCD was, but I didn't know what OCD was until I've had a friend who has OCD. And then now I've been, you know, educated about what OCD actually is. And so is it, a lot of misunderstanding about uh, OCD, like, because, you know, some people say it took you an hour to get out of the hotel. Come on, you know, like they would never believe that would happen. Does that yeah, happen? I think I, yeah. And it's gotten, I, I like to think some things have gotten better and some have gotten worse. Like that one, I can't shake. That one's mm-hmm. been there forever. And then other things like checking the oven, a very common OCD, making sure the burners are off. I've gotten better with that one. I've gotten better with door locks, mm-hmm. but still with door locks, I'm checking five times more than an average person so i don't know if it's truly gotten better but yeah people don't really think it's a thing i think they think you're doing as a joke in front of them or like but yeah it's happening when no one's watching or i'm just i'm worse when no one's watching because i have more time and there's not a pressure i also think that people who everybody has affectations especially in their early teen years that look like ocd because they're faking it like for like six months i had this weird thing where if somebody threw a cigarette in the street i would have to go step on it and i would again kind of performing it in a way like Mm -hmm. and then one day i was like i don't have to what am i doing like stop trying to be interesting and so i think because people are full of shit they assume you must be as well right yeah yeah absolutely i mean i have friends that like will pull me out of hotel rooms and stuff like that. And it really torments me. They'll just like physically move me. Like we have to go. And I, I get what they're trying to do, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I also, mine is not crippling. Like if I have a, it depends if I'm, if I'm driving or flying. So I'm in a hotel room and I got an extra hour or two because I'm driving to the next gig. But if I'm flying, you got to be there. I've never missed a flight because of my OCD. So I, right. I make that choice. It hasn't, I always feel like I'm still not like crippled by it, but. It is not healthy, and I've wasted a lot of time. I understand that was a very good answer. All right, so get a bell. Congratulations on that bell. Thank you. Thank you. That feels good. It is now uh, time for question number four. Question number four. Name something Dookie-related that rhymes with your name. Pooper. Yes, that is correct. It is Pooper. <laughs> Congratulations. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> People used to give me that nickname in school. Hall. I bet. Hall for the pooper scooper. That was it. So did like, you right. did you like it or dislike it? It just like was how, corny how to me. That's the thing. They're always corny. Middle school. Mm-hmm. Paul Hooper, the pooper scooper. Then they also, if you switch the first letter, my first and last name, it's Hall Pooper. And there's, I hate when people are so impressed <laughs> by their own joke. Do you think? Do you think Victor's uh, Paul Pooper joke is impressive? That he just did to you. Is that do I or Victor? Yeah, you. Do I what? Like Paul uh, Victor's uh, pooper joke. Which one? I didn't hear it. What? 
Oh, I love it when you bring the show to a complete halt, Dave. It's my favorite. I have no idea what we're talking about. Would you ever consider being the spokesperson for Pooper Scooper? Uh, It depends on the paycheck. Yeah, I mean, for $1,000, no. For 50 grand, yes. Does does anyone ever call you hoops? I'm so sorry that, you know, I I just want, if I can talk to my staff for just one second, Uh, Dave and Rachel, okay, Mm -hmm. I love you both on the show. but let's keep it moving shall we just quickly though can can we find the exact dollar amount can we really haggle down like what would be you said for a thousand no fifty thousand yes what about ten thousand would you do for ten (laughs) thousand i mean how long does this campaign go on it's just a one-off commercial no no it's like uh some billboards a couple commercials uh six months six months uh 30 grand 30. 30 grand. All right. There okay. you go. If you're right, from the Pooper Scooper organization. Now, Christian, if you are also done. <laughs> okay. Can we get to question number five? All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for question number five. I apologize for all of that, Paul. Question number five. Would you sacrifice yourself for the world? Yeah, i go ahead and do that. Really? Just like any scenario of that? Well, I'm like, I don't think so early on, maybe, but I'm 46. So, yeah, uh-huh. save the world. Yeah, I could go ahead and take a dive. You know, I could go ahead and do it. I mean, I wouldn't really look forward to it, but, you know, uh, I would do it. Yeah. Do you, you, you're saying you wouldn't look forward to it? Do you, you imagine it's, it would be painful? I mean, now, nah, yeah, you'd have to specify. Am I going to be tortured? Is that the way I'm going out? Like Braveheart, sort of? <laughs> Let's say it was really painful. It was just like for Skin a week. For a week, bugs walked up and took one bite out of you. And you have to clarify, it saves the world forever or it just saves them at this moment, you know? It's a good week. The world has a very good week. So for that week, every there's no pain, no death. Everyone is everyone has what they need to survive their life. So what they do what they do from that point. What they, what they do from that point, and everybody dies and they're in pain again. I don't know if that's enough for a week. No, what they do from that point is up to them. But for that week, everything is a reset. On that week, everything is reset to perfect, and then it can degenerate, or they can live a perfect life from there. It's up to it's up to humanity. Uh, no, would I you sacrifice yourself for that? No, I will not. No, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> One clarification: Are they all aware that it's Paul that has saved them? Right. Good point. Uh, Oh, so is, is there like a, you know, they're going to be Paul Parade like later on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody would know. Everybody everybody yeah, would sing your praises. And be like, it's a the legend party. of Paul Hooper, the man who gave his life. <laughs> it would be lots of things. That whole legacy thing, but I don't think you get to enjoy it from the sky, right? I don't know if you get to look down and sort of no. see all That's this. That's actually and... really hard to say. No, it'd you be don't like know. dying in art. I mean, what happens then... after dying? That's a big one. They would change your nickname to Paul Hooper, the super duper. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> after all the awful commercials I've done and everything, this would erase it. So, what do you? What do you? Are you sticking with the uh, yes or no? You sacrifice yourself for the world in those under if those circumstances. Only, if it's only for a week, no, no. Oh. Okay, all right. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say no bell on that question. Oh damn! Because you let the world. You wouldn't sacrifice yourself for the world. You let the world. I mean, I guess die. To no, I would to make major change, but if it just postpones it seven days and it goes back to the same old shit, then I don't know if that's worth me being what was tortured for a week or something. But it, no, it resets so everybody has a chance to live a perfect, to be in a perfect world, and then they it's up to them to 
continue making the world perfect. Haha, cat butt back in, in your face. I'm back in. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, you're back in? No, Yo, you're back yeah. in. Nice. Still no bell in. because, you know, you had the same I choice earlier. He's back in. Give him the, the bell. Only, the only difference is your want of the bell. No, okay. no bell. Still no bell. I'm this sorry. This man that, died for you, and you're not going to give him a bell. That ship has sailed. But, you know, I'll, I will sing the legend of Paul Hooper forever and ever. Thank you. It is now time for question number six. Question number six. How long would you survive in the wilderness? Uh, right now, I think I could make it two weeks. Two weeks in the wilderness. Two I, weeks. Two overly weeks. optimistic, by the way. I think probably a week, realistically, but I'd like to think two weeks I could do it. Just. I mean, what what do you? Th- how would you survive? Like, are you? Do you know anything about survival? I mean, obviously, you don't efficient. think you're not. You don't think that you're great at it because you think you'd you'd be dead after two weeks. So right, yeah. I mean, I've watched some shows, but I didn't retain any information about you know how to save yourself if you fall in a cold river and how to warm yourself back up. But I don't really know how to hunt. I would just have to be the willingness to you know. All right, I, I don't think since I have no skills, I would die within a week. Within a week. You'd, you okay, and and you okay. I understand that you don't have any skills, but you don't think that you have enough knowledge that you could figure out how to start a fire and cook a rabbit in two weeks. You got to catch a rabbit first. You got to catch it, and then also too eat berries. You don't know what's good or yeah, bad. You or can what eat poison. some poison berries. Poison berries, and then if you eat the rabbit, also think about like you don't cook a rabbit thoroughly. Who knows what it's got? Mange, yeah. rabies, cooties. You don't cook it. All right. But and then you, you drink your own poisoning pee? in the woods. That's it. It's curtains for you. It's yeah, lights out, buddy. All right, and and, and also that's two weeks. The, the one week you'd be dead would be our party week, so it works out perfect. You know. What also, I'm you don't know what water to drink. I don't know if I see well, a string. Like, can would I? Would you drink, drink your own pee? Yes, I would. Rachel, I've done that. Rachel. I've done that many times. And you and you, it's okay. You don't die from that. Well, I was drunk back in the day. I didn't swallow a ton of it, but I did drink some, like on. You know, I think just one time out of uh, uh, a dare and stuff like that. So I've done it. And you put uh, it in a pint glass. It's hard to distinguish. Okay. Yeah. So for the uh, question, how long would you survive in the wilderness? I'm going to say Bill. I'll tell you why. Because it was honest. All right. So uh, you've answered all six questions. That was great. Uh, now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where they can find you? Yeah, paulhoopercomedy.com. Instagram is Paul E. Hooper. And then uh, Twitter, at Paul Hooper. Awesome. Wonderful in many ways, because it's all your name. <laughs> all my name. Great all stuff. Name. That's it. Not a That's coincidence so it's time to decide whether or not you get five dollars. Uh, so what we usually do is we canvas the room. Uh, first of all, what do you think, Dave? Should Paul get five dollars? Yeah, I think uh, Paul told us a lot about drinking pee, <laughs> that it's cool. I had no idea. And he right. said he's done it a lot of times. So that was good. All right. Um, uh, I like all the other stuff that he said about uh, going online. So, yeah. All right, so uh, that seems like a vote from Dave. Uh, what do you think, uh, Rachel? Should Paul get five dollars? Um, yeah, I mean, I was a little bit surprised about how he answered the "how attractive do you think you are" question, and um, while it made me sad to hear his answer, it was also incredibly humble. And it made so, you sad too. Yeah, it also made me sad. And but despite that, he's very humble, and so you should give him the five dollars. All right, uh, very uh, an advocate. 
there we go. What do you think, Christian? Should I Paul get five dollars for his give him the five dollars, but only as a down payment on the Paul Hooper pooper scooper ad campaign. Pooper uh, <laughs> poopers. Just to put him on retainer for it. Uh, right. No, I think clearly, clearly he has earned the five dollars. All right, and and by the way, if I do give you five dollars, there will be no conditions on it. Okay, Paul. Okay, great. Just buy right. five. And you're the last person that whatever we need to ask, Paul. What do you think? Should we give you five dollars for your appearance on the show? And be honest. <laughs> yeah, I believe so because I gave honest answers, and I was, you know, very hard. I exposed myself, very vulnerable, and I put everything out there that I could. Answered it in the most detailed way I could. Long answers. It, Maybe that's, you know, but yes. All right, I'm going to say no $5. I'll tell you why. Life ain't fair. That's the way it goes, Paul. Life ain't fair. But you're great on the show. Thank you so much. Wonderful. We just need to wrap up by finding out, Dave, what did you learn from this week's show? I learned that sometimes I worry that the coffee pot's on and I want to go back home. And sometimes I left uh-huh. the door unlocked. But I just keep going and I've from what Paul said, it's a thin line from standing there. He knows what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. Good Be job, everybody. Thank All you. All right, Dave. <laughs> uh, very insensitive. Okay. I am being <laughs> honest. I am being honest. Just... I am being honest. <laughs> everybody, please check us out at Six Unseemly and all social media at unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.